This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, baby. In this world there's a whole lot of pain. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, but a whole lot of ground to gain. Why take when you could be giving? Oh, I watch as the world goes by. It's a hard enough life to be living. Why walk when you can fly? Kiora, Talofa, Nihau, greetings, welcome. Welcome to Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio, Plains FM 96.9. Welcome listeners, my name is Debbie May and today in the studio I have with me Beth. Beth, you've come to talk about where we can get reliable information. Yes, I have. So, welcome to you and this is a very interesting topic and quite current for today. Where can we get reliable information? What makes it important to you? I think... This COVID pandemic, this is actually a very important topic for everybody, for people with a mental health or addiction experience. And now it's just highlighted because of this whole COVID pandemic vaccination, gigantic world project that's yes. going on. And so I've thought a long time about about how frustrating it is. I've done advocacy for people with mental health and addiction challenges. I've done advocacy for 17 years and how frequently somebody tells me something that I know isn't true. Right. That um, that it, uh, medication causes... <laughs> Medication causes worse diseases, that the side effects are worse than the benefits, that um, all psychiatrists are being paid by the government, um, that, you know, like I've just heard all these stories. And it just is very frustrating because I happen to be a person who checks things out in a variety of ways. So just for my own interest on any topic, be it COVID or politics or um, religion or banking or television shows or food or (laughs) – I will uh, read the paper, listen to the radio, um, check out magazine articles from reliable magazines, talk to my friends. So I have a a habit of just – verifying something if I hear something. Yes. Only because I don't like to get tricked. I'm pretty grumpy about getting tricked. It's interesting the word verifying, isn't it? Because there's, especially with COVID, there's enough people out there that are verifying that it's, you know, it's like you're saying, the government, it's like um, the government's trying to control what we're doing or with the vaccines got something in it. I got a flyer through the mail the other day. It said people who have had the COVID injection will be dead in three years. <laughs> you know, and I think for me, I'm not... It's interesting hearing you saying you research a lot. I can't in my head because I get too confused. I like to go to somewhere where, like, I trust my doctor and I trust a couple of other people that I know. Right. And... But if I get too much information, it's like, but then again, I've I've got friends who are really anti-vaxxers and I've got friends that aren't. And um, I just don't go there with my friends that aren't, anti- aren't into the vaccine because I don't want to have the argument, really. And yeah, so 
I guess to get the information, the right information is really important. Yeah, it is. It is. So as we're talking about COVID and vaccines, where do you think we could get reliable information from? Well, one of the things I wanted to say is who this is for and not who this isn't for. So I'm sitting here and I've done a lot of research. I've got a lot of pieces of paper that are all going to rattle as I'm flipping them around. Um, I've... Uh, paid a lot of attention to a lot of sources, and that's great. Um, If there is a person who is anti-vax, there's nothing I'm going to say to them today that's going to change their minds. Mm. So I just want everybody who hears this to know that I'm not out there on a different soapbox. I'm not on a get-vaxxed soapbox shouting at people who don't want it. That acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not doing that. But there are lots and lots of people who are hesitant, and they're hesitant about it because they, A, they don't know who to believe, the person that's posted something on Facebook or their own doctor, you know, Jacinda Ardern's out there touting the vaccination. Um, It's coming on really strong right now. It's beginning to put people's backs up. Yeah. So, you know, so, so that's influencing things. Hesitant people, if they listen to this and they get a few ideas on places they could rely on for actual research, that might ease their their decision-making. So that's who this is aimed at. And then anytime, it doesn't have to be about COVID or about vaccines, anytime in the future that you hear something and you're thinking, I wonder if that's true, most of these sources that I'm going to call, call on today are all going to be reliable sources. sources. Well, that's really great because that's what you need. You need um, yeah. somewhere that you know that you can rely on and it's, it's researched and done the yeah. research. And... Um, yeah, so let's start with some Well, of the I do have a bit of a list, and um, there's a lot of information in front of us, and I'm probably going to natter so much that I'm going to tire people out, but we'll just give well, it up. <laughs> so the very first place on my list is um, covid19.gov.nz, and that's our New Zealand government site for everything COVID, and it's got tons of categories. But the first one that I've got is called Get the Facts, and it is um, filled with information but also other places, so websites that you can go to, Ministry of Health, um, a Maori health site, uh, Ministry for Pacific People, District Health Board websites. So it's offering a lot of um, of ways for you to double-check. Mm-hmm. So, sure, the the government's going to put out stuff, but if your own DHB, who, you, who you've worked, you've lived in this place forever, and you could check their site. And, and you know, it's going to, if it, if it repeats itself, then that that's a little bit more on the side of this is probably reliable. So um, they're saying that this is where you can get reliable information about the vaccine and its rollout in Aotearoa. And um, so Tapuna Kokiri Karafiwa, I hope I said that right, which I probably didn't. I apologize for bad pronunciation. Um, it's campaigning for Maori people in order to be able to support them. So you don't have to you don't have to go and listen to some Pakeha doctor tell you it's a good thing right. because we've been told that by lots of people, even when it wasn't a good thing. <laughs> but you can go to Maori sources so that you can get it in your own language, in your own culture, um, from people that you can count on. Same for Pacific people. The Ministry of Pacific People has a, a link. You just Google that, Ministry for Pacific People. In that, there'll be a COVID-19 or a vaccination tab or something, and you can have it presented that matches your language or your culture or your understanding of hesitancy, vaccine hesitancy, that kind of thing. 
So, so first and foremost, it is a reliable source to look at the New Zealand government information because they have worked so hard on looking at international best, best practice and international research that it has been uh, repeated. The thing about any research is that if it hasn't been repeated, it doesn't count. Right. So, so a typical example of that is the idea that if you get the measles vaccination, your kid will get autism. So right. one guy with a with an attitude ran a a research. The audience can't see me doing quote marks on about seventeen people, and made up a whole lot of shit. And it has caused such a furor around the world that. Hundreds of researchers have tried to replicate that, and they could never do it. Right. So, replicating the data, replicating the t the the research is is another one of those things that scientists have to do, or you can't count on it. So, is that like I imagine that for um, the the parents who got their ch children vaccinated for the measles vaccine, whether they had had the vaccine or not, they would have had autism. Autism is something that starts pretty much in the womb. It's they're not exactly sure what is triggering what genetic um, change that causes what to change in, in growth. But yeah, it's it's pretty evident and in most of people before any vaccinations happen. So it's sort of more like a maybe a trigger point where it's recognised that there's something different, maybe. Yeah, but it starts well before there's any kind of a vaccine on board. Right. But also, you know, there's a, there's a thousand different ways of having autism. I mean, I know of two people who discovered in their adult life that they actually have, you know, six out of the ten criteria for being autistic. Mm -hmm. And that explains for them a whole lot of reasons. Well, also they had the vaccinations for measles. Right. So, but you can't. There's a difference between cause and correlation. Yes. I mean, all of us had the vaccination for measles and all of us have feet, but that doesn't mean that one caused the other. And that's the that's why you have to look at you have to look at who you trust to do science because we don't understand science. Mm. I mean, I, I, I don't understand. Don't no. want to read enough mm. and study that enough to understand it. But just who do you trust to give you the scientific feedback because they understand the difference between cause or coincidence? Right. Yeah. Right. What was that website again? That was, um, it's our government. So it's COVID-19, small letters, one word, dot G-O-V-T, dot N-Z. So G-O-V-T is the universal short form for government. Hmm. Well, I heard that they're putting on a plane as well. They've cool. got a whole plane that they've set up and people can go and have their vaccine and they'll be given it in first class and get to <laughs> sit in, in, in economy while they wait for the time to be over. Well, and I, I, thought, I hope they get a wee glass of something, something and a, yeah, a thought, package of soy chips. I thought that was quite interesting. Cup of tea uh, and a cookie time biscuit. I think it would be really great if um, they can get people out. Yeah. And, and and I guess um, certainly for people in Auckland, their mental yeah. health and yes, their, um, you know we're going to see a, a lot of trouble with employment and um, job losses. Yes. I was thinking about you know we're coming up to Christmas and Christmas is a peak time for businesses yeah. and if they can't open and and um, Auckland, then, yeah, 
So I'm also going to be quite controversial here, which isn't on the list of things that we thought we'd talk oh, about. Oh, no, not challenge. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what about those bleep bleep people that are um, falsifying um, documents to get across the border and have got into other boundaries in the North Island and caused huge havoc? See, see, that's one of the things I think. If I was in Auckland on my seventh, eighth, ninth week of lockdown and people were I'm not supposed to swear too much, but there's a lot of swear words that can be going um, in this place. I would be so angry. Mm. And it just seems um, like arrogance or complacency or um, just just ignorance mm. to go flaunting around. That, you know, can't happen to me. I don't have to follow the rules. It's not any different, really, than not using a safe seatbelt or not wearing a bike helmet or, you know, driving when you've had three drinks or whatever. You know, mm. I don't have to follow the rules. Well, how arrogant. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking, oh, the more and more you hear about um, what people are doing, and and I'm, I'm, I think it must be a nightmare for the government to try and yeah. put in place... But, safeguards and keep the country going. I don't think that was such a controversial question, Deb, because if you asked me what I thought should happen to a person who swanned off with false documents and won't tell anybody (laughs) where they go, I personally think that that comes in a category of criminal negligence. So don't ask me to make the rules. (laughs) One one thing I did want to know to tell you about this government site is that um, what it says here, which I downloaded right off the government site, is the Unite Against COVID site has social media channels on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn and you can sign up for emails and so here's the thing 90% of this false information is going around on these same social media sites so if Facebook is your easiest way of getting anything just make sure you go to the Facebook page of a company that is not um, an alt-right thing trying to sell you herbal medication Right, because right. that's right. the other thing. If you take a look at any of these things, what's alongside it and what's alongside it is trying to sell you something. Right. Are they trying to sell you something or are they not? That's your first question. And if they're trying to sell you something, are they going to fudge the information to create a case for you to go and buy the ginkgo pills? And the answer might be yes. Mm. Mm. Government can't sell you anything. No, I guess they can't, can they? They can no. sell you an idea. Yes. And they can sell you the the solution to the idea, I guess. But we need that as a as a country, and we certainly couldn't cope if we didn't have this plan with the Delta variant that seems to be out and about, and mm. um, is getting more and more. Um, we're beginning to see the effects of it more and more, mm. especially within children and under 12s. Mm. And, you know, I Agreed. think that very vulnerable. So, um, well, the, the second site I wanted to say, this is actually a really, really good site all the time. Uh, it's called, it's the Health Navigator site. Right. So it's www.healthnavigator.org.nz. Mm-hmm. And this is also a government site, but it's a health site. So it's not the government. It's like a it's like a Ministry of Health resource. Right. So it isn't Jacinda and Dr. Bloomfield trying to tell us what to do that's the right thing or whatever. This is Health Navigator. You could look up multiple sclerosis. You could look up 
symptoms of shingles. You could look up anything with Health Navigator. It's brilliant. They've got an excellent section on COVID, on the disease, on the symptoms, on the vaccination, on the pros, you know, the the possible uh, side effects, whatever. So healthnavigator.org.nz is a really great place just to have in the back of your head for where could I go to ask about um, detrimental effects of green tea on the enamel of your teeth, right? Because <laughs> one cup of green tea a day is good, but 27 are probably going to wreck the enamel of your teeth. <laughs> Who told you that, Beth? Where'd she get her information? Ah, <laughs> ask that question. So on that website that will tell you um, about Delta, because Delta is different than what happened to us last year. So there's a lot of information about that. So that was pretty good. It's going to talk to you about um, what the symptoms are and about that thing. What's asymptomatic? So this is one of the things they throw around on the radio. So mm. somebody's asymptomatic. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to ask somebody. Well, I know. Asymptomatic. Yeah, yeah. So I want to look it up on the website. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out for that. Um, it gives you the locations of interest. So if they are saying something about um, Fonganui and you were happened to be there a week ago then it is one place you can go and look those up. So that's pretty handy. Uh, it says where to get a test, where to go for advice. So that's good because these, these come up as really bold, clear titles. And you can just scroll along and find the one section you're looking for. And it's going to be filled with current New Zealand information, not international stuff, not old stuff. Right. So, so that's quite, quite comforting right. as well. Yes, that it's New Zealand researched and... The other very cool thing they have, right smack in the middle of the thing in a nice bright orange color, is the following is a list of trusted sources to go for COVID-19 advice. Right. So they're even acknowledging that there's an awful lot of misinformation going around out there. Um, and it's often being pushed deliberately with a different agenda. Right. So the people who are pushing anti-vax right now about COVID, their agenda is actually something else. It's um, uh, super conservative right wing, um, just just things that our general decent New Zealand society are a little hesitant for. So they're finding this as a message for pushing their agenda so that they can get in your face and get you to know them. And then maybe you'll change your, your thinking about supporting the underprivileged or allowing immigrants in or whatever. The, you know, their agenda is pretty big behind all that stuff. So what do you think about, and it's going to be a big thing for New Zealand to grapple about, compulsory vaccination if you want to work in childcare or you want to work in the area, you know, they're saying now that teachers have to be vaxxed if they're going to teach. So... What do I think about that? Mm. What does Beth think about that? Mm. Because that's a... That's, again, you know, there's, there's stuff in these websites I'm going to mention where they'll talk about that kind of thing. The first thing I think is that we have not been paying enough attention internationally what's going on over there. Compulsory vaccinations have been on, on the cards for a lot of under, other countries for a very long time. Right. Other countries who didn't have the luxury of being able to keep the first wave out for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they went from first wave to second to third to delta to lambda to, you know, they don't have the luxury. Lots of countries have put this in place already. Mm. And that is a comfort to me because I ever want to get out of New Zealand again. I mean, I'm super happy to live here, but I have family overseas. Mm. I would ever like to see them again. Mm. And if they put some strict rules in, then then that's it. But the second thing I think is that we get all head up about this right now because it's the new thing and it's all coming on. There's just so much COVID information coming on fast and fast. It's just 
it's it's overwhelming mm. it, we're drowning in it but you know we 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 did we got our back up about I didn't. Uh, got our back up about seatbelts. Got our back up about bike helmets. Got our back up about um, uh, measles vaccines for school. Yeah. Got our back up about anything else that we're obliged to do. And this is this is just humans. It's humans. You can tell me I have to do it. I'm going to push back. Mm. Well, then I'm going to do it. I remember hearing a guy when they were talking about making after the mosque shootings, and they were going to make the um, the um, the the big rifles illegal. Clever Beth, the big rifles. <laughs> um, and he said, well, no, it's not fair because we've had these for years and we've never had a problem with them. And it's not fair that one guy in his idiocy is going to change the law and make us all comply with something that, you know, we don't have to. And the interviewer said, but are you going to do it? Well, of course I'm going to do it because it's the law. But, I, you know, I don't like it, but I'm going to do it. And I just thought, this is typical. You don't have to be um, happy about it, but it's the law. Yeah. And, the, you know, our government doesn't stick a whole lot of laws in just for fun. No. <laughs> it's too hard because they get this pushback. <laughs> Lots of it. Yeah. What else have you got? Oh, I've got a lot here, so you're going to have to let me just talk a bit. So on this health navigator, one of the other big things in here is need an interpreter or information in another language. And it's huge. There's a big section on that. That's a big deal. If English isn't your first language, how can you tell the difference between what you're being told is reliable or isn't? You can get an interpreter through that. So that's pretty decent. Where am I? Um, there's this third site that I wanted to tell you about, and it's uh, it's www.anzog. I don't know. A-N-Z-S-O-G dot E-D-U dot A-U. So it's an Australian site and it's an education site. E-D-U, Education, E-U, Australia. It is the um, Australia and New Zealand School of Government, Global Leaders in Education and Government-Focused Research. Wow. I know. Never heard of it myself either. But when they put out a page about COVID, they're saying, who do you... Who can you trust? Right. We're the research. We're specializing in research, just research. Mm. Who do you trust to get reliable information? And they list the New Zealand government's United Goats COVID-19 site. Wow. They list the World Health Organizations. And then another cool thing they did that I'll talk about, I'm talking, I'm rusing up on my time, <laughs> um, is they offered podcasts. Okay, so... You don't have a phone. You don't have access to the internet. You're going to the library for an hour a week to try to do everything. You've got literacy issues, so you're not going to read a 700-page document about anything. What are you going to do? So there's a podcast out of Australia from ABC, which is Australian Broadcasting Corporation, and it's called CoronaCast, C-O-R-O-N-A-C. C-A-S-T. So it's a podcast about Corona. Corona oh, okay. yep. And it's by uh, Dr. Norman Swan. And it's uh, become a go-to source for um, interesting aspects of the pandemic by podcast. So it's it's an oral source for the people who, for whom, you know, I don't know, they're blind. They have literacy issues. Their phone is tiny and they can't read all that tiny script on it. doesn't matter. It's lovely to listen to a podcast sometime. And another thing is that CNN, which is an internationally news. recognized news thing, they have a podcast called Coronavirus Fact Versus Fiction. Oh. And that's a Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And his every episode busts myths and talks to healthcare care prof- uh, providers about um, containing the front line and, and stuff like that. So I just thought, and there are a few more of them cited later on in here, finding podcasts is a uh, 
a really good thing that I thought would be very nice for us to be able to share with our listeners. Yeah, I think it's really important to have some reliable um, websites and not ways to find the information and, and to find it in a way that it's concise. You don't have to spend hours trying to scroll through um, like yeah. your, your Facebook or whatever and not know who to trust. Well, and that's exactly what I did. I put in trusted information on, and I came up with this site I've never heard of, so I'm going to have to do a bit of double-checking. Um, it's called the uh, Benaroya Research, so B-E-N-A-R-O-Y-A, Research Company Source, whatever. Mm, where is that and, based? Uh, America. Okay. But it said 13 trusted information sources on COVID-19 recommended by an infectious disease doctor. Right. And and everything listed is an American source. Mm. But when you team that up with something that you found from the UK or something that you found from the government or something that, you know, isn't from Aunt May's alt-right <laughs> Facebook page, then you start to get some, some reinforcing. And the reinforcing here is the... Um, the World Health Organization, which right. has come up in three right. of our lists. The Center for Disease Control, mm-hmm. which might be in America, but is an internationally recognized source for, I mean, they take on Ebola, they take mm. on dengue fever, mm. they take on all that stuff. Um, the National Public Radio in America is a public radio, not commercial radio, and it is government funded, and it is, it's very much actually like this. Plains right. FN is a community thing that's offering information for people in the community mm-hmm. so that that's something that, that is addressing them. Um, the New York Times. These places, uh, the American Journal, Amer- the Journal of American Medical Association, uh, Lancet. It's a, a British peer-reviewed medical journal. Say that one again. Sorry. Lancet, L-A-N-C-E-T. Um, John Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center. So all of these things. And then the next one I looked up was the UK. And they again said World World Health Organization, National Health Service, Center for Disease Control. So those are the names of places that you can, can count on having done actual research, replicated the research, presented the stuff in an internationally recognized way. So can we go back to the... I think it's a lot of information. It's really great. And People are we... going to want to slow this broadcast down. <laughs> and can we just go back to the um, New Zealand COVID one yep. and the um, Navigator yep. websites? So that so um, www.covid19.gov.nz. Great. And www. Healthnavigator.org.nz. And so, I'd, I'd just on um, as we're coming to an end, because it's really good to have lots of websites, and it's good to repeat our New Zealand ones as well, in case it's you know we when we're listening we get a bit sidetracked, especially if I talk that fast. <laughs> a lot of information and, and reliable information which is needed. So, Beth, do you mind if I ask, um, are you vaccinated? I am. I was vaccinated early because I am a frontline health worker. Mm-hmm. So I told them I was over 65, I have asthma, and I'm a frontline health worker. And they they picked me up with health frontline health worker. I probably had my first one in May, my second one in June. So did you I have any? A, I had a sore arm with my first one. 
Um, no, I'm just, I'm a very lucky person. I understand some people have had a worse go of it. I had a sore arm with my first one, but it responded to pandemic, to Panadol, pandemic, pandemic. Panadol. <laughs> um, and I didn't even have a sore arm with my second one. So, so I'm sore. very, very lucky, but I know a lot of people, you know, if somebody's got side effects, they're going to talk about them, but there's a lot of people who didn't have any side effects. So side you effects weren't worried because I heard of someone else who had asthma and was told they couldn't get the vaccine? So, then who told them? Yeah, well, I don't know, but I was just and wondering if you... he told them, then I would believe that, and I wouldn't have gotten it. Hmm. Um, no, I wasn't worried. I, no. I'd known so many other people who'd gotten it ahead of me. I was really ahead of the curve, and I still knew a good six people who'd gotten it before me. Oh, that's fantastic. People who are over 70 and 80, they were ahead of me in the line. Yeah. So, for you, it was important to get done, and... Very important because, as I say, I've got people overseas. Mm. I have a daughter living in Toronto. I haven't seen her in a long time. She has to get here, and I have to get there. Mm. And we can only do it if we're double-vaxxed. So thank you, Beth. It's really good to come in and share um, information for for our listeners and reliable information. So... This is Debbie May signing off on behalf of Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio on Plains FM. In this world, there's a whole lot of pain. In this world, there's a whole lot of trouble, but a whole lot of ground to gain. Why take when you could be giving? Why watch as the world goes by?